Hi, and welcome to Enriched Perspective with Mike and Talisha Wallace, where we seek to shift paradigms through the exploration of biblical principles. I'm Mike. And I'm Talisha. Welcome Welcome to to the the podcast. podcast. Okay, so we're talking about weak and weaknesses today. Matthews 26 and 41 reads as such, Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 says, And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So today's topic, we're going to be searching and dealing with weak and weakness. A couple of definitions for you. For weak as an adjective is described as not having much political strength, governing power or authority, lacking in force, potency, impotent, ineffectual or inadequate. Weakness as a noun is described as the state or quality of being weak, lack of strength, firmness, vigor or the like, and inadequate or defective quality as in a person's character, slight, fault, or defect. So weak and weakness is the topic that we're going to be um, dissecting today. From those two scriptures, the Bible has something to say about weakness. What do you think, Mike? You are correct. So um, just jumping right into this topic, uh, when we first kind of talked about it, the first thing we think about with weak is like not having strength, not having potency. Like you have a weak drink, like, I ain't talking about alcohol. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, watered-down Kool-Aid or something. It don't, uh-huh. have the, it don't have the strength that you want to have when you drink that Kool-Aid or that Mountain Dew or whatever your flavor is. So there's different types of strength is what I guess I'm getting at. So the Bible talks about it, and it's important that we know and understand how to see or view weak or weakness. I mean, it's not always ba- a bad thing. True. All right. So we talked about the flesh being weak. In what way do you suppose that relates to us, the flesh being weak as far as like in the salvation sense or like in the weakness, like not strong muscles or just what kind of weak is it talking about? Uh, So the Bible uh, talks about the flesh quite a bit. When you're talking about being weak as it relates to the flesh, it's really talking about its inability to govern itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes down to specifically the things of God, uh, and that uh, can be seen from Adam after the fall all the way through to Christ. And even in today's times, mm-hmm. uh, one of the challenges that we definitely have today as it relates to being weak is the flesh truly is weak. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a, a tendency to acknowledge the weakness in the flesh or that the flesh is weak, mm-hmm. but usually that's um, in the connotation of I done did something stupid or mm-hmm. I done fail or I done messed up. And then, then we love to cite that scripture. Yeah. Or when we're about to do something stupid or we're about to mess up, we, we love to say, that, well, you and spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah. But in all reality, uh, that scripture really is a warning. Mm-hmm. And it's to help us to, to understand that that is the case. Well, that's probably why they started with watch and pray. Exactly. That's that's kind of the part we miss, (laughs) that you enter not into temptation. Right. Um, Because, again, for the spirit indeed is willing, Mm -hmm. but the flesh is weak. Right. So this was kind of a shot across the bow to help us to understand that, yes, our flesh is truly weak. And we need to be very careful about um, how we deal with the flesh. Hmm. Um, So when it comes down to to the flesh being weak, we can, again, we can start off with Adam. Mm Mm-hmm. And we really can go from the time of the garden after the fall of man. From that point forward, when you look at what weakness talks about or being weak, it talks about that flaw in character. And from that time forward, as I believe it's Romans, the fifth chapter talks about, there has been a a flaw in the character of mankind. Mm -hmm. Um, In the beginning, they were created perfect and good, like, like God in his image and in his likeness. But after the fall, they took on a different nature. Mm 
Yeah. And that nature is what we have been dealing with really since Adam. Right. And it has caused us to have a weakness or a proclivity towards uh, fleshly things, things okay. that um, more often than not are contrary to what is the character and the mind, you know, and the will of God. Okay. Um, from Adam all the way through until Moses, uh, it was there. And again, men were allowed to operate according to their own devices, and they did what they thought was right in their own eyes. And mm -hmm. there was no real um, true measure or understanding or a really a good way to describe or to really quantify how weak the flesh was. So uh, when you're saying weak in the flesh, that means like weak to what? Weak to, to the things of God, meaning that they had no power mm -hmm. within themselves to continue to do right they do right for a season mm -hmm. uh, but and it, it all came down to it given the right set of circumstance they're going to do what flesh do ah. uh, whether it be um, in those cases fornication whether mm -hmm. it be adulteries whether it be lying whether it be murders uh, whether it be covetousness whether it be um, you name it um, those things again that are contrary to the, the will and to the word of god right. is what they were inclined to do yeah like romans seven eighteen says it and I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. And that's the NLT version of Romans 7, 18. Yeah. And that's what Romans 7 is really talking about mm -hmm. is that uh, the nature which we were born with, again, that Adamic nature, that sin nature. And it just has a propensity to do the opposite of what we should be doing when it comes down to, um, again, adhering to the commandments and laws and statutes of God. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so when you get to Moses, like I said, there there was an opportunity there mm -hmm. because at that point in time, okay, now the commandments and the laws were given. Now men knew and it was written and it should be easily understood what it was that God required from them. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, um, they begin to assume that this was their saving grace. This was what was going to allow them to become right or to become in right standings with God. They was thinking that this would be their justification. This would be their righteousness. Um, this would be the thing that would cause them to get in right relationship. But in all reality, because of the flesh, yeah, it, it wasn't happening. It, if anything, yeah. all it did was just show you how far away we really were mm -hmm. from the righteousness of God. Right. And it showed us also how far away we were from being justified, definitely by our own actions, because again, the flesh was weak. It's weak, right. And that's why you had all these different sacrifices and, you know, all these different rudiments and all these different rituals that they had to go through right. um, year upon year, Sabbath upon Sabbath, holiday and feast upon feast because of the inadequacy or the weakness that resided in the nature of man. Mm-hmm. So those sacrifices were intended to atone for the sins that man was committing or the Israelites were committing throughout the year and from the time in between one um, sacrifice or another. And that, that was kind of the problem. It's like the law, all it could do at its core is expose you and to show you what was wrong with you. Mm -hmm. But there was not power enough in the law to keep you from doing wrong. Like I say, you could cover you you know it gets toned but it could not keep you from doing wrong like i said the bible talks about i believe in hebrews where it was the blood of the bullocks and mm -hmm. the goats and different things it, it could not no matter how much they thought it might it could not purge man's conscience of dead works mm -hmm. and those dead works are really the sinful nature of man and that was the weakness mm -hmm. and okay. now when you come into like you said christ the one thing that he did that that those sacrifices could not do is his sacrifice is able to to purge our consciences from those dead works so that we don't have to continue in those things mm -hmm. like they did back then okay. weakness in and of itself or being weak is not necessarily a bad thing right it's just when we choose to live in it is when we you know have those problems okay like I say when you talk about the weakness, the you know, the sinful nature of man or the sin nature within man. Mm -hmm. Like I say, Romans seven goes through that whole thing. And right. the challenge that they had, of course, at the beginning was trying to cover this weakness or to try to adequately um atone or to to uh, justify? To not justify, but compensate okay. for this weakness okay. of their own strength. And they just didn't have the ability to do it. 
that's why we were saying like when I would do good, mm-hmm. evil, evil was was there. It was present. And those things that I really didn't want to do, the things I, I really was trying to avoid, those things I really was trying to, to go away from, I find myself, you know, doing it. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about the different things that people, you know, deal with in their lives, um, whether it be um, sexual addictions or whether it be alcohol addictions or mm-hmm. drug addictions or, you know, different things that they go through or different things that they find themselves hooked into, whether it be abusive relationships or whether it just be, you know, I like to do what I like to do, right. you know, and it's contrary to what God has called us to be and what God has called us to do. And you try to go to church for a while, you try to be on a good and you know good and straight mm-hmm. and narrow path and you try to do what's right for a season right. but because there has never been a true conversion uh, you find yourself struggling mm-hmm. you say when you when you want to go to church on sunday you find yourself in a club on saturday night mm-hmm. and unfortunately yeah. what we see in um the society or in, in the culture today mm-hmm. is they justify these behaviors and they justify these activities and say, well, God knows and God mm-hmm. understands and, and God still accepts you as you are and, right. and God will cover you. Yes. You're right, but you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I say, God knows, he understands. Yep. Like I say, he will accept you as you are, but at the end of the day, he's accepting you as you are with the expectation that there will be a transformation. Right. Like I say, you will trade right. in your weakness for his strength. Right. And that's why it was so important for Christ to come and Christ to, to live, but then also Christ to, to suffer and to die and right. to rise again. It wasn't just so we can repeat a phrase and feel good, mm-hmm. but it was so that that sinful nature of ours could be brought into subjection Mm -hmm. to his spirit so that it could no longer have dominion over us so that instead of us being weak from a standpoint of we can't stand and we can't overcome these different things that we may face Mm -hmm. but now through the power of christ we're able to right and unfortunately that's not what's being spoken instead we say well you're just weak Mm -hmm. and we love to intimate the fact that we're weak in the flesh when it's convenient Exactly. You know, when it gives us an opportunity and when it gives us an excuse for what we're doing, now I'm weak. Mm-hmm. But at any other time, you're talking about being strong and oh strength yeah. and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's not our strength that we're supposed to be trying to live on. It's not our strength that we're being able to reside on. It's his strength. Right. But you have to be converted. Exactly. And that's where we run into the challenge a lot of times with this conversation of being weak. Mm-hmm. We automatically assume that oh, it's a justification for how I am mm-hmm. and the things that I do, the things that I'm struggling with, the things that not only am I struggling with, but I've been overcome by in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about weakness or being weak as it relates to the word, God got you. That's right. That's the truth right there. We're talking about two different or weaknesses. Um, we talked about the flesh is weak, but there's another weakness that, like the scripture talks about. My, my grace is sufficient for you and... Let me, I'll make sure I say it right. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. And this is God talking to Paul when he was complaining about his, like his natural weakness. You know, he was trying to get relief from these things. So there's a, that's a different type of weak, yes. you know, like that we're talking about here. Yeah, in Paul's case, he had a thorn in his flesh, mm-hmm. as everybody knows, uh, 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. Right. And he first and foremost talks about all the things that God had done for him and through him, the different revelations that he had seen, mm-hmm. you know, being caught up into the third heaven, and all of the things that God was using him for. And he said, lest I be exalted above measure, right. there was a thorn placed in my side. Yeah. There was an affliction that was placed upon him. And there's all kinds of different thoughts and ideas about what that affliction was but a lot of it again if we just take it at face value it just said that there he had a thorn in his side a thorn in his flesh there was some type of affliction that he was dealing with Mm -hmm. and we know that he besought the lord three times you know that he removed it but that's where we get to the scripture you're talking about Mm -hmm. talking about my grace is sufficient and my strength is made perfect in weakness Mm -hmm. and now when we start talking about this part of weakness this is after you have been converted Mm -hmm. after you have been transformed after you have now been renewed in your mind and your spirit and now you are a believer and you're walking after the spirit right there's still things that you have to deal with that by the world standards and by their estimation is considered weak or when they see you in these conditions or they state these states they would call you weak mm-hmm. or they would say you're in a, a, a situation or a condition of weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, as an example, infirmities is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, had all kinds of different things that Paul had mentioned. Yeah. Um, 
it was infirmities. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Um, reproach. Oh, yeah. Reproaches. Reproaches. Uh, necessities. Persecutions. Distresses. That's what he was talking about in Second Corinthians, uh, the 12th chapter. But in the 11th chapter, he was talking about the different things that he had went through. He had been beat. He had been put in prison. He had been shipwrecked. He had been put in perils. Um, he actually was in a condition or state of weakness. He had been p in pain. He had hungered. He had thirsted. Um, he was cold. He was naked in certain circumstances or times in his life. Uh, Romans talks about it in the 8th chapter as well. Mm -hmm. uh, tribulations, distresses, uh, persecutions, famine. And then uh, 2 Corinthians 4 talks about it, being troubled, perplexed, persecuted, and cast down. Wow. So all these different states and conditions that we're speaking of here, um, by the world's estimation, would be considered positions of weakness. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in all these things, Paul was able to um, find a way to glorify God. Wow. And that's where when you talk about weakness, it's an opportunity once you become a believer yeah. for God to really manifest himself to you, but also through you. Yes. And a lot of times uh, we don't take the opportunities that are placed in front of us because we are so uh, desirous to get out of that situation mm -hmm. or that circumstance as fast as we possibly can. Yeah. Because nobody wants to be in a state or in a position where you feel like you're weak. Yeah. Um, we go to the gym and we work really hard on our bodies mm -hmm. so that we're not considered or construed to be weak. Yeah. When a person is threatened or they feel like they have been threatened or they've been put in a vulnerable position, mm -hmm. the first thing that they try to do is strengthen whatever area they thought that allowed them or caused them to be in that circumstance or that mm -hmm. state. Yes. So it's that fight or flight, you know, mindset or, mm -hmm. or um, a nat uh, what's the natural instinct that we have, mm -hmm. you know, and in order for us to fight, we feel like we have to strengthen ourselves. Exactly. And when it comes down to the things of God, it's, it's quite the contrary. Mm -hmm. It's when, when you get challenged, when you face these adversities, when you're put in a position of, of weakness, as we would suppose, mm -hmm. that is the time to really do something that is completely contrary to our nature. Exactly. Like I said, it says, humble yourselves. Yeah. And it says, submit your ways unto him. It, it mm -hmm. says, operate in the spirit of obedience. Right. Um, deny yourself. Suffer losses. Mm -hmm. Confess your faults. Mm -hmm. Repent. Forgive. These are all things that are contrary to how we would assume we should behave right. in these conditions of weakness yeah they say when we're in distress when we're in peril they say we want to fight and figure out a way to get out of it right. because we don't like the pain we don't like the, the suffering we don't like the mental anguish that it's causing it's yeah. making us look Un bad uncomfortable it's highly uncomfortable yeah. so we're trying to find whatever way we can to get out of it that's why when we find ourselves in these situations we pray so hard mm -hmm. and it's not right. that God gets the glory out of the situation. It's just God get me out the situation. That's it. That's it. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. You get me out the situation. Yeah, and then that's how you get the glory because you delivered me yeah, from yeah. the situation. Yeah. But in all reality, God gets greater glory. Well, when you're in the situation, mm -hmm. you are actually manifesting or you're exhibiting the fruit of righteousness. Yeah. Meekness, yeah. patience, temperance, long suffering, mm -hmm. gentleness, mm -hmm. love, joy. Those are the things that when you're in in these situations where you're construed as being weak mm -hmm. or you're in a moment of weakness mm -hmm. when you can still glorify God and we, you still can honor him with how you live your life you know yeah. you don't lose faith that's, yeah. that's another key area yes. you know minute that we find ourselves in a position of vulnerability first thing the enemy does is he attacks our faith of course he of calls course. well where is god god ain't with you god yeah. isn't for you you know why would he let this yes. thing happen yeah. to you that's, i was you just know. about to say that and yeah. again it's trying to make you perceive god as being weak right in this moment like mm -hmm. he can't deliver you he can't mm -hmm. do nothing for you he can't save you you might as well try to figure it out on your own mm -hmm. and unfortunately we oftentimes buy into that rhetoric Absolutely. and we start to take things into our own hands and we begin to find ourselves operating as if we're under the law and the letter. And if I do all these things, then surely yeah. my deliverance will come. If, yeah. if I'm, if I try to make it happen, if I mm -hmm. like say manifested enough, oh, you know, and if I, if I go after it enough, right. then surely I will be relieved from my pain. I will be relieved from my stress. Mm -hmm. You know, I will be relieved from this anguish that I'm feeling, you know, and, and this, this vulnerability that I feel in this moment and in this hour and this time of my life right. when God is saying, be still and know that I am God. 
Yes. Like, settle yes. yourself in this yes. moment of weakness so and hear my voice, which is what Paul did. Right. Yeah, he cried. Yeah, he prayed. Yeah. Who wouldn't? I mean, that's that's the human, that's our reaction. That's mm-hmm. our first inclination because God is our father. Yeah. He is our keeper. He is our very present help in the time of trouble. He He's is our, our buckler. Strength. He is our strength. Yeah. He's all these things that we speak of mm-hmm. every Sunday morning or every time we go into the house of the Lord. He's all these things. But right now, he ain't doing nothing for me. Yeah. And I feel so vulnerable. I feel so weak in this moment that I can't do anything to solve my own problem. And I have to wait. Yeah. Nevertheless. And that's the part that we we can't get to fast enough at times. We rather go back to, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And I'll find justification. If I do enough stuff, then Mm -hmm. God has to move for me or he has to do what I want him to do. And he's like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. Say, hear my words, hear what I'm saying to you. I might give you a Paul answer where, you know, my grace is sufficient for thee. Mm-hmm. And, or I might give you a different answer, just like the different ones in the Bible that he healed immediately. Yeah. But the thing is, is in that moment of weakness, we have to submit ourselves, which which is a, a weak word in the human language. What, submission? <laughs> yes. Oh, That's yeah. a word that, that is wreaks weakness. If you submit, yeah. oh, you're giving up your power, you're giving mm-hmm. up your strength. You voluntarily putting yourself under the rule of someone else. I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be again. I don't want to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be perceived as being weak. I I don't want to be out of control. Right. And when you're in a position of weakness, you feel out of control. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants to feel out of control, right. even when it comes down to their relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I still want to to manage this thing. I still want to drive it the way I want to drive it. I still want him to do the things that I want him to do when I want him to do it, how I want him to do it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I feel out of control. And when I feel out of control, now I got to do something to get back in control. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely not the mindset you want to be in. I think about, we have to know where our source of strength comes from. And when you start thinking like that, that means you're no longer looking at Christ as your strength. And the Bible even tells us, all throughout the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Yep. So that's just plain as day. It's like, this is where it's at. Keep your faith in God. No matter what the situation is, how, how like you said, it's not happening fast enough. Just if God's been there before, he'll be there again. There's a reason why you're going through what you're going through. Just understand that there's no no strength like God's strength, no power like God's power. And when you're going through yielded to him, even though it's not looking pretty, he's getting glory. Yep. And you can take on the mindset of Paul. It's like, I'm going to glory in this situation. Apparently, God's not going to take it away. So I'm going to make use of this. I'm not going to let it be wasted. Right. You know. And again, that's where um, the other scripture, even in John 15 um, and five talks about him being the vine and we're the branches. Mm-hmm. He said, talking about if you don't bear fruit, you, you know, he'll cut you off. But he said, if it abideth me and I in him, mm-hmm. the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without yeah. me, you can do nothing. There it is. And again, that's where we usually run into the issue or the problem is we try to do it without God. Right. And we get back into that mode of the law and the letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an example, you think about Samson. Oh, yeah. Um, Samson was a Nazarite from the womb, consecrated mm-hmm. unto the Lord. You know, he had a certain um, dietary restrictions upon him. Mm-hmm. He had, you know, certain things that he had to do. Specifically, the one we're most familiar with is him not cutting his hair. Right. And it was uh, with the intent to, for all people that saw him, to know that he was consecrated and dedicated unto the Lord. Right. And Samson made the fatal error of forgetting who was his source and yes. who, who was the one that really was giving him the strength and the power that he had to do all those great feats mm-hmm. and he was very foolish in his mm-hmm. behavior and in his mannerisms he didn't necessarily honor or guard you know the consecration or the dedication that god had placed upon his life right. and eventually as we know and i think it's in the 16th chapter of judges mm-hmm. um he messed up right but this wasn't something that was like blindsiding to him. He had a weakness mm-hmm. and it was very apparent. It was the ladies. Ladies. He loved him some women. Mm-hmm. And in the first part of, of that Judges, the 16th chapter, it talks about him being with a harlot. 
Mm-hmm. And everybody assumed that that was Delilah, but that was somebody completely different. Right. And then it then it starts talking about Delilah and right. his interactions with her. And the thing was, it, it was even scriptures before that where mm-hmm. his parents were trying to warn him, you know, not to mess with the strange women mm-hmm. or the women from the other countries because yeah. he, they will, he, what he was doing and, and the way that he was, you know, decimating their enemies, mm-hmm. he was a target. That's right. And he didn't take heed to what his parents were saying and he kept going down there playing around and eventually he, he met his match. Yeah, he didn't have, he didn't respect that. Nope. You know? He didn't respect his anointing. Yeah. He didn't respect his calling. Nope. He didn't respect the consecration that was placed upon his life. Mm-hmm. You know, he kept toying and toying and toying, playing around. He, he already had a weakness because mm-hmm. anybody in their right mind, um, if somebody asked you where your strength lie, it, the first time, okay, yeah. maybe you know, I, I didn't quite hear you. You know, maybe he was playing. Mm-hmm. Second time, I was like, wait, 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 what you doing? Exactly. Third time, I was like, okay, now you trying to get me killed? <laughs> something, something right here. But instead of taking those warning shots mm-hmm. and doing something different, he kept lying there. Yeah. And unfortunately, he ended up losing his consecration. Mm-hmm. Uh, he t- eventually told her where his strength lie. Before you know it, she exploited him. Yeah. And he became weak, like he said, as That's other men. Yeah. What made him strong was the consecration that he had on his life. What made mm-hmm. him strong was the part that he was dedicated and separated for the use of God. Mm-hmm. And when he lost that consecration, which was, I guess, um, demonstrated through the growing of his hair, mm-hmm. he lost everything that made him strong because mm-hmm. it was God that made him strong. Yes. And that's where sometimes we get so mixed up. We yes. get so yes. um, accustomed Come on with it. To, to doing things and being a certain way. We get so accustomed, mm-hmm. you know, to being able to avoid temptation or to over, you know, just walk past different things. And we start getting lax and we start getting, mm-hmm. you know, confident in our own strength as if we're the yeah. ones that's doing it. That's it. Right and we there. forget where our source is and where it's coming from. And we think, well, it's because I pray a lot. It's because mm-hmm. I fast and it's because I go attend services. Mm-hmm. All of those things are good and all those things are necessary for your development, for your spiritual growth. Right. But at the end of the day, you got to realize that all your works is not what's keeping you. That's right. It's God that's keeping that's you. It. And it's your faith in God that's keeping you. Whenever right. you start to think that it's these things that I'm doing that's keeping me mm-hmm. that's when you start putting yourself in a, a very dangerous position mm-hmm. because that's when those weaknesses start to yeah. level up they start to take over and they, be, they begin to before you know it they will cause your demise true because you cannot do this on your own nope. and that's what romans was trying to help us understand in the seventh chapter is like as much as we try as much as we have good intentions, as much as we want to do the right things, mm-hmm. because of our sin nature, it's just not in us. Yes, I was going to ask you, do we all have weaknesses? Absolutely we do. All of us, our weaknesses aren't the same. Mm-hmm. But because we are human and because we're in the flesh, yeah. there are some things that if given, if put in the right situation and in the right set of circumstance, those things, those sin nature things will pop up. Yeah. Everybody that lost their virginity wasn't intending to. No. No, everybody that might have killed somebody wasn't intending to kill them. Mm-mm. Everybody that lied wasn't going into the situation think they were going to tell a lie. Right. It's these things that are in us. Yeah. It's in the heart of man. Right. And unfortunately, you can find yourself in a situation and what's in you mm-hmm. will manifest itself. Right. And it That's will cause so you to do something. And people will be like, I, I never would have thought they would have did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, not them they're such a good man they're such a good woman Mm -hmm. how did he cheat on his wife or how did she cheat on her husband Mm -hmm. why would he steal all this money why would he she do this that and and all these different circumstances or these different um stories of woe that we've heard Mm -hmm. about people that were perceived to be by all accounts good people right just had a moment of weakness exactly and they didn't have any help Mm -hmm. they were going off of their own strength and they were just like Samson. They kept lying in Delilah's lap. Yeah. And before you know it, you look up and the Philistines be upon thee. Right. So and you can't say that there aren't any um, ways of escape. No. You can't say that there aren't warnings or nope. there's not any teachings or help to strengthen you or keep you from falling. Nope. It's just like when you start talking about strengthening our natural man. Mm-hmm. Um, we have diet. We have exercise, we have rest and recovery, Mm -hmm. and then we have coaching and mentoring. And whenever we decide (laughs) that we're tired of being fat, (laughs) 
Bye. But tired of it a week. We we go into all these different resources True. and we start to put them together and we start to work them. Yeah. And, you know, we are disciplined mm-hmm. and we are dedicated right. to whatever they provide us because we want to achieve the results of reshaping our physique, yeah. getting healthy, being stronger. So do you think it's important that we confess our weakness or just say that we're weak or does that need to be said? Or you just is that important confession of the weakness? Yes, you you have to acknowledge like it. Go to the trainer and say, "Hey, man, I need some help." And they be like, "Yeah, we see." Yeah, but right. where your problem area? Just because you're fat, you mean you might have a different issue <laughs> than so the next person. <laughs> okay, right. I mean, everybody that's fat. Is, I mean, overeating is a part of it, but yeah. I mean, if I don't get to the root of why you're overeating, like what happened? What caused you to to use this as your your um salve or your 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 soother coping your coping mechanism yeah there's something going on in you that's causing you to pick food there's something going on in you that's causing you not to have the energy or the desire or the passion mm-hmm. to want to to do better there's there's something happening inside of you that is just manifested on the outside mm-hmm. oh and yeah that's true that's and that's true. the same way what it comes down to the spiritual man is that there's things that's going on in us mm-hmm. that god told us that we need to confess our faults one to another you know and the reason it's not just so people can know your business yeah <laughs> that's not the intention but it's so that there is an awareness but more importantly so they can pray for you yeah. you know so that you can be healed so that you can overcome i think the worst thing that we do sometimes and what causes us to become even more weak is we hide stuff yeah because people don't want to be um exposed um, abused or yeah they'll take your weakness and use, use it, it against, against you. you so yeah heard many a times people you know confess something that's personal and very private and yeah. before you know it you hear it out in the streets and unfortunately that's happened a lot in mm-hmm. the church setting and it caused people to have a, a distrust of the clergy mm-hmm. and but the Bible tells us we're supposed to confess our faults. Right. The Bible tells us that confession is good for the soul. Mm-hmm. And confession is where you go and really expose those weaknesses and those vulnerabilities. You you bring it out. You you speak it to God. It's not mm-hmm. that he doesn't know. Yeah. But it's just a matter of you acknowledging where you really are. Right. Sometimes we could try to pose or position ourselves to be strong. Yeah. But in our reality... We got problems. Yeah, we and got it, stuff going on. We got issues right. that we we getting overcome by. Like mm-hmm. I say, we ain't quite dead yet, but yeah. we're on the verge. And because I'm speaking to myself, like sometimes we don't talk about it or we don't say anything, mm-hmm. it can overcome you. Yeah, and, and that's why you have depression. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you feel all these different anxieties. Is because this thing that's going on in you, this weakness. It's taking over. Yeah. And you don't want, like you say, you don't want to appear weak. So you just kind of put on the facade and just keep going. Yeah. And then there's a, a moment. And it, it all comes <laughs> out. And yes. it all goes over. Yes. And you look up and you're messed up. And you're really embarrassed now. You because know. Now, now you're really exposed. Yeah. Now everybody see what was the going truth. on in yeah. you. Now it's being manifested. Yeah. Now it's it's happening externally. Now it's impacting other people. Yeah. And that's exactly where you didn't want to get to. Right. But because you were trying to put on the appearance of having strength, you wanted to everybody yeah. to perceive you to be stronger than you really are. And you wasn't really going to your source. You were trying to handle it on your own. Right. Now, this is the fallout because you never was was strong enough to handle it in the first place. But unfortunately, Mm -hmm. because we were scared of being exposed, because we were scared of being embarrassed, you know, all these different things that the enemy uses to Mm -hmm. keep us in our own heads. Imprisoned. Pretty much. Yeah. And and again, it's just weakening you even further. Mm -hmm. Now you are in a a more vulnerable position. Mm -hmm. Now you can be overcome and overtaken in a fault. The Bible tells us that we're supposed to restore such a one in the spirit right. of meekness, considering mm-hmm. ourselves. That's for a fault. Yeah. Now, then there is the other thing where you say, well, I do, do not tell you to pray for that one. Mm-hmm. Like when people sin presumptuously, intentionally, mm-hmm. <laughs> you say, I don't tell you to bother that. Yeah. But when you have these situations where just wouldn't talk, just wouldn't say nothing mm-hmm. and you got in the right, wrong set of circumstances and it, it caught you. Yeah, so true. That's why I love that. He says, hey, I'll help you ask seek knock i'll help you through your situations um so when you give it to him 
and you work through him, let him strengthen you, you'll see that you're able to do things that you didn't think that you could do. You can overcome stuff that you felt like was going to keep you bound forever. Yeah, because it's not by your power, neither yeah. is it by your strength. Yeah. But it's by his spirit. And yeah. as you yield mm-hmm. to his spirit, and that's where those things that would be considered weak to the world, humility, mm-hmm. submission, um, obedience, those are the things that when it comes down to your spirit, man, is what allows you to be strong. Yeah. Because it's it's you taking everything that you have and putting it really into the hands of God and saying, I trust you with my life. Mm-hmm. Those things that I can handle, but more importantly, those things that I can't handle. Yeah. I trust you to be able to support me. I trust you to be able to secure me. Mm-hmm. I trust you to be able to deliver me yeah. from these things. I don't have to continue this way. Yeah. And how I fight is through prayer is through fasting mm-hmm. is through reading of my word is through being around believers and, and fellowshipping with believers so that I can hear their stories so I can hear the things that they've had to deal with mm-hmm. there's some other Pauls not yeah. just the one written in the book mm-hmm. but there's other people that have had circumstances in their life where they felt like I sought God day in and day out and he finally gave me an answer mm-hmm. and it wasn't what I anticipated right but the thing is is when I look back over my life and I look back over that time of my life and the situation that I was in, I realized that it was for the glory of God that he allowed this to be so. Yeah. And if he hadn't allowed me to go through that, I wouldn't be able to sit here and tell you that you can make it mm-hmm. by the grace of God. Right. They say those things that he said, my strength, his mm-hmm. strength, his power, mm-hmm. the, his strength and his power comes through the Holy Ghost. Right. And it's us yielding to the spirit. Yeah. Not just talking about it, not just hooking Messiah in or not just <laughs> shouting and yeah. praise breaking, but it's as we live our lives, yeah. as we go through our troubles, our trials, our tribulations, our struggles, as we begin to overcome these things that had us bound for all of our life, this is where the real manifestation of the power of God begins to come forth. That's right. That's you know, for his glory. And it's for his glory because yeah. he's the only one that can change your nature. Mm-hmm. He's only one that could bring those things under subjection and cause you to be in a position where you no longer have to follow after those things. Mm-hmm. Like I say, people that have weaknesses, one thing is they can't help themselves. Exactly. Like I say, you have weaknesses for chocolate, oh, weaknesses yeah. ice for ice cream. cream. Yes. And oh. in our minds, it's like, I can't. I, I cannot go. I cannot I can't go give without up. it. Yes. I can't give it up. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I don't care how much diabetes oh, I have. No. You got people that's about to die. You got the leg cut off. Still oh. going to eat their chitlins and their and they, uh, cornbread and their pork rinds. It's like you have this weakness. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And even you know, though it's killing you, yeah. we'll find all kinds of justifications. Mm-hmm. Even though the doctor said you need to do this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And the one thing they usually get us, the only time we really... Like take it seriously. Like, if you want to live, yep, you are like, going to <gasps> okay, okay, die okay, if you okay. don't do it. Yep, and we still be stinking. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> oh, I know, I know about that. Yeah. And this is where, if you want that analogy, comes into it talks about salvation. Mm-hmm. It's like God says, "Because I live, you can live also." Right. Say, but if you want to live, you got to submit your ways to me. You got to give me all of you. Yeah, you can't pick and choose what parts of me you give right. me. Right. You know, just like you, when you put your hands in the trainer, you mm-hmm. whatever he tells you to do, you do it. No questions asked because you trust his process and you realize the results because you've seen other people go through that process and mm-hmm. they've been able to successfully come out on the other side, you know, meeting their objectives and their goals. Mm-hmm. Same thing on the Christian side, same thing in salvation. I don't know why we think, well, in, in salvation, I can do whatever I want to do. Yeah. I you think, know. Yeah, it's like that. You put them in boxes and categories Pretty you much. know like okay um this is like i think i talked to you before where do we stop and where god begins like it should even be that type of mindset no you know like well okay lord thank you for getting me out of this i'll take it from here and i'll come back to you when something else go bad you know then you can pick it up you pick it back up you know get me out of this okay i'll catch you later yep so should it just be christ in through all everything <laughs> you know that's what we should be growing into and that's what we should be maturing into yeah um i understand when you like first getting into this thing and, and you don't know god very well mm-hmm. and you're really trying to learn god you know and you, you're trying to understand his ways and you're trying to understand how he speaks to you and trying to understand his voice in your life i get it 
sometimes we don't always follow the leading of the Lord. Sometimes we do go left when he say go right. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we miss a couple of steps. And I'm not talking about going into presumptuous sin or anything like that. But right. it's just we don't do everything that we hear because we're still trying to get attuned yeah. and to understand his voice. Mm-hmm. But as you grow in him, as you mature in him, as you come into this full stature of a man or woman of God, mm-hmm. that should be changing. Right. It should be when somebody sees you, they see Christ. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean like you see a shining light right. or anything. <laughs> so bright I can't look at you. But it's just the way in which you move, mm-hmm. the way in which you behave and, and carry yourself, conduct yourself in these moments of weakness, in these moments of vulnerability in your mm-hmm. life, how you're able to get through it, yeah. be able to count it all joy. Like, am I saying that's easy? No, not in my own strength. In my own strength, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. Like say you lose loved ones or you lose people that's near and dear to your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, you lose things. Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you lose opportunities even. Yeah. It ain't easy to count it all joy. It ain't easy always to trust the process and trust his plan. It sound good. Oh, yeah. But, but that takes a mature mind and a mature, mature heart and a mm-hmm. mature love for God, truthfully. Yeah. For you to be able to go through these things with the right attitude and the right yeah. mindset. Truly looking at it, like you mentioned earlier as an opportunity for Mm -hmm. God to be glorified in your life. Yeah. That's when you talk about cancer, you know, we, we ain't really thinking about God being glorified. Just being honest. We're trying to figure out how do I get out of it? Mm -hmm. How long am I going to be in it? Is it going, am I going to die or am I going to live? You know, what's my my life going to be like or my quality of life going to be like Mm -hmm. while I'm going through this? We're thinking about everything else, but God getting the glory. Oh yeah. I'll be the first to admit this is an area that I'm continuing trying to get better at and working on. Yeah. And it's really just starts with that to your point earlier, confessing and acknowledging where I am. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I ain't I ain't yeah. there yet. I'm still learning. This yeah, is not a strength sure. in my life. I'm still trying to understand how to get better at this, how mm-hmm. to submit myself and my ways to God more perfectly than I have been. Right. How to uh, make sure that my will is truly aligned with his will. Mm-hmm. falling into and getting into a place of where I am obedient mm-hmm. and I am humble. Mm-hmm. Those ain't things that's, no. that's not Just strength. wake up like, mm, right. I'm there now. Like, no, no, no. But it, those are positions of vulnerability. Yeah. Those are positions of, in yeah. natural man's eyes, weakness. Yeah. But in those positions is where God is strength is going to be made manifest truly in our lives. Yeah. Like Paul said, um, I think it's in Philippians. He's like, I can do all things through Christ. Yeah. 419. I can do all things through Christ. 13. Sorry. Okay. Philippians 413. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. You hear that so much. And everybody think that's like, oh, I'm going to go and be super rich i'm gonna go be whatever all this stuff mm-hmm. and if you read if you really take time to read what he's talking about he's talking about he knows how to be full be hungry be rich be poor it's like whatever situation he's in yep you know so like if god don't save my husband or my wife or my children or my whatever if i don't make them hundreds and millions of dollars if i don't, it don't whatever i'm at wherever state i'm in whatever i'm in, whatever i'm called to be I can do it through Christ because he's going to strengthen me to do it. Absolutely. You know, so I, I just wanted to clarify that because I'd be getting mad when I hear it. I'm like, oh, y'all, do you know what that means? Do you know what he's talking about here? <laughs> Come on. True, true. <laughs> so um, even when you look at a situation you're in and like you say, you see somebody else go through it, be strong. And you're like, I see God's glory in your life. I can I can pull strength and courage and hope through that. I know God's with you. He's going to be with me as he was with you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you're going through something and something you thought you could never handle, like you say, sickness, like a sickness of a spouse or loss of job, loss. But every day you get up and every day you trust God, you get stronger and stronger every day. And you look up and look back like we made it through that. Yep. You know, like Marvin Sapp say, I'm stronger and wiser. You know, like I learned through this. I, I trust God deeper now because he brought me through these things. And now I know the next time or next time something comes up. I can pull strength from my source, which is God. Yep. And even Ephesians 3.16, uh, latter part of it says, be strengthened with might by his spirit in mm-hmm. the inner man. Um, because, again, it is him that's going to do the work through us. Right. Like, if we're left to our own devices, we can't do it. No. We don't have enough power, enough strength within ourselves 
not only for salvation purposes and to not follow after the flesh, but also when it comes to going through just the trials and tribulations yeah. that life bring, mm-hmm. um, you know, the losses and the hurts and the pains, even sometimes it's the successes and, and, and the triumphs, you know, all of that, yeah. um, if you're not careful, it can overtake you. Mm-hmm. I say people get just like they have a fear of failures. So people have a fear of success and yeah. they don't know how to deal you know, in those moments of their life, I say people just as easily, you know, feel suicidal when things are going well as, as if when things are going bad. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's you when you start to look at things or you try to look at yourself as the source of your support, the source mm. of your strength. Yeah. There's a song that says, you are the source of my strength. Yes. You are the strength of my life. That's and right. it talks about the total praise. And like mm-hmm. you said, the song about Marvis, I never would have made it without you. Like I said, those are the things that we have to constantly remind ourselves of as believers, first Mm -hmm. of all, that it is God that keeps us. It's God that strengthens us. So, yep, um, I am weak, Mm -hmm. but where I'm weak, he's strong. Yes. And I I rely on him. Yes. I'm I'm looking to him. He's Uh, the author and the finisher of mm -hmm, my faith. mm -hmm. He's the one that's able to keep me into the day of redemption. Yes. He's the one that's going to present me faultless before his presence with exceeding joy. Mm -hmm. He's the one that died for me. He's the one that covered my sins. He's the one that put me in the position where I can truly be justified in him. Right. He did all of that. And I'm just tr- trying right. to figure out how do, how do I just bask in it. Right. I'm just little old me enjoying it. I try to float. Yeah. Because I can't do you nothing can't do in that. myself. No. Like I say, no matter how hard I tried, I, I couldn't do Mm-mm. any of the things that he's been able to do and he's done for me. Right. And that's why when you start talking about praise and you start talking about worship yes. and you start talking about adoration, this is why we feel such you know, love and such adoration and such joy mm-hmm. and also such humility when we're in the presence of God. This is why when we go to the house of God, mm-hmm. now it's a completely different experience because mm-hmm. I realize that this weak old flesh of mine, all these different ailments and issues that I'm dealing with in my mm-hmm. life, this weak old me, by the grace of God, I'm able to, to make it yet another day. Mm-hmm. By the grace of God, I am who I am. Exactly. By the grace of God, I stand where I stand. Yes. You know, and when you start to really look at it that way, you realize that while the enemy would try to make you think that being weak or having weakness is something that you should hide and something mm-hmm. that you know you should put under the barrier yeah. and put under the rug and mm-hmm. be embarrassed about, in all reality, God wants to get the glory out of it. Yes. That's why I love Paul's attitude in Second Corinthians. Absolutely. Oh, it's beautiful. And sometimes we just kind of forget. And again, we start to go in our own strength mm-hmm. and we lose sight of it. I am truly weak. And mm-hmm. we start to, to move, yeah. you know, further and further from our source. And then mm-hmm. we, we find out that we are weak. Yeah. And unfortunately, it happens through, you know, some type of embarrassing event. Yeah. And now we have to find our way back into, you know, the grace of God. And yeah. it's like, oh, you could have avoided that. Mm-hmm. And this is what this is intended to help you do. Avoid that. Yeah. Like I said, don't put yourself in those situations where the flesh has an opportunity. The Bible says, make no provisions for the flesh to sin. That's right. It, say, it says, put no confidence in the flesh because mm-hmm. the flesh is weak. Yes. And one of the things, and probably going to close in a second, we were talk, I was talking about the other day, is that the things that you hear before a person do something stupid, I'm okay. <laughs> I right. Know. I know <laughs> I what, what I'm, I'm doing. doing. <laughs> I got it. It won't happen to me. Uh, and those are the very statements that happen well, right before that weakness of ours gets right. exposed. Because the Bible say pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And this so. is these are all points of pride. Yeah, no, I got it. Ain't, ain't gonna happen to me. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And it never fails. Oh Five, four, three, two. Oh, there right. it is. There it goes. <laughs> and now you got you got a mess to clean up because again you tried to go it alone. You mm-hmm. tried try to do it on your own strength. You wasn't really listening to your trainer. You wasn't listening to your coach and your mentor. Like yep. I say, the Holy Ghost is, is there yes. to lead and yes. to guide you into right. all truth and righteousness. He's not gonna push, pull, drag, punch, beat. He'll tell you, 
and the, mm-hmm. the word of God will, will prompt you. Mm-hmm. It will convict you. But it's up to you whether you listen or not. That's right. And if you continue to override what the spirit of the Lord is saying to you, because I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I got this. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to happen to me. I'm good. I'm okay. Then you get what you get. Right. So and th- and those, instead of just saying, Lord, I don't have this. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not good. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't have this figured out. I don't know what I'm doing. Yes. You know, I need help. your help. You know. <laughs> and guess what? He'll help you. Exactly. You look at all those Psalms that talks about Paul or sorry, David crying out to the Lord for help. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the old testament before yeah. the Holy Ghost came. Now yeah. we really don't have an excuse. Yeah. David had a he had the right idea. But he humbled himself yeah. and he cried out for help. And yeah. he had no problem confessing Mm-mm. all the stuff that was going on in his head, the things that he was dealing with, the problems that he was having. Oh yeah. He he let it all out. <laughs> yes he did. Because he wanted help. Yeah. And a lot of times we won't do that. Mm-hmm. We rather just continue to to be weak. We yeah. just rather continue to to operate in these points of weakness mm-hmm. than to just cry out for help. Yeah. And it's not man that's going to do it. It's God. Yeah, we all in the same boat. We all need help. We every single day. We all need God. <laughs> every single day. Like you say we all yes. fighting the flesh. Yes, we all have weaknesses. We all have things that the enemy buffets us with, but it's by the power of the Holy Ghost that we don't be overcome by these things. Thank we don't uh, submit to these Thank things you, Jesus. You know, because, again, we in the flesh. Yeah. And the flesh, if you allow it to, it, it would do what it do. Yeah. But that's where the Holy Ghost comes in mm-hmm. to allow you to do what the law could not do. Right. Keep you. Right. And he all in the Old Testament talks about him being a keeper. Mm-hmm. But he said he'll keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on him. That's right. And say, you got to do something. Mm-hmm. And the doing is the trusting, is mm-hmm. it's the believing, yeah, it's, it's the committing and submitting, it's the consecration. Yeah. And not allowing anything to cause you to come off the consecration that he's yeah. given you. Mm-hmm. But even in the consecration, realizing it's God. Yeah. And that's the part we have to continue to keep mm-hmm. in front of mind. We talk about weakness. We talk about being weak. Is that we can be strong, mm-hmm. but it ain't by our own might. It ain't by our own power. It's by his spirit. Yeah. And if we're going to operate in strength, it's going to be because he's doing it through us. Mm-hmm. It's not us. It's all no. we're doing is no. the things that would consider be considered weak. Mm-hmm. We're submitting. Mm-hmm. We're humbling. And we're confessing, confessing, and we're being obedient yeah. to what He's given us to do. Yeah, and exactly. all those things it appears weak. Yeah, but I guarantee you, it'll cause you to be a giant in God, mm-hmm. and you will be able to do all things. Yes, you know how to abase, mm-hmm. you know how to abound, mm-hmm. you know you know how to to have lack, or you want to know how to have the abundance. Mm-hmm. You know how to hunger, but you know how to have plenty. Yeah, and whatever situation you find yourself in, you'll be able to. Give God glory, mm-hmm. and He will be glorified in your life. Yeah, so true. I just want to close with reading this scripture. I know we talked about it, but I just love it so much because His attitude, Paul's attitude in Second Corinthians twelve verse ten. I think we already said it, but anyway. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecution, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am i strong what a powerful powerful thing to say you see the whole list of all that stuff that's amazing absolutely i pray to god that i'll get there one (laughs) eventually day by day little by little to have that attitude i agree well that's our time thank you so much for listening we hope this episode has further enriched your perspective until next time i'm mike and i'm talisha God bless. bless.